It's a glorious sighting just to be able to experience one more Mother's Day. Amen? Amen. Just to be able to be in the house of the Lord and be able to uh, worship together. Our scripture this morning will be found over in John uh, chapter 19, beginning with verse 25. John 19, 25. If you can and will, let's stand together for the reading of God's Word. Over in John chapter 19, beginning with verse 25. God is good. All the time. All the time. Amen. The Word of God says, Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother there and the disciples whom he loved standing nearby, he said to her, Woman, here is your son. And the disciples Here is your mother. From that time on, this disciple took her into his home. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. The Lord, let's pray that you'll bless our time together this morning. We thank you, dear Lord, for the blessings of motherhood. We thank you, dear Lord, for so many that have guided and directed and uplifted and put traits into their children's lives that help them to be able to be molded and shaped to be the person they are today. Help us, dear Lord, to grow in your likeness, and every day, dear Lord, try to be more like you. In your sweet name we pray. Amen. The scripture I read to you this morning, we heard it not too long ago during our Good Friday service, but we have to realize something, the relationship that Jesus had with his mother was something extra special, wasn't it? And Mary had to realize something. We start that around Christmas time, and we hear about all the things that Mary had to experience. But Mary had to realize that not only was she carrying a baby, and I believe that's a a gift and a precious commodity in its own right, to have that baby that she was carrying, but she not only was carrying just a baby, she was carrying the Son of God. Can you imagine that? And Mary had that special relationship with her son, with Jesus, after he was born, and and the guidance and the direction that she gave. Mary was a very special, as we're going to share here in a few moments, a very special mom that helped mold and shape who Jesus was. But today I want you to know something, and everybody's going to say a big amen on this. Every mom is special. Amen? Every mom. That God allows to be able to be called that word mom, that word mother. That is a special place to be. Now, one of the things we have to realize is you just don't all of a sudden understand what being a mom is all about, do you? It's not something that one day you're not a mom and the next day all of a sudden you are a mom. That's something that you learn as you go. When Heather was first born... We brought her home from T.J. Sampson. I'll tell you a funny one to make you laugh a little bit, okay? Back when Heather was born, I sold cars over at Goodman's, and I decided that my baby girl was going to go home in a Cadillac. And I got a brand new Cadillac DeVille right off the showroom floor. And I drove it over to T.J. Sampson, and I was going to pick her up, and we were going to take her home and just start a great family together. And I remember pulling up front, the doctors decided, I think doctors every once in a while just want to have a good laugh. But they decided to send us home at 9 o'clock at night, okay? 
So I pull up around front, open up the doors, get out my Cadillac. Nobody to see my Cadillac except me and Heather and my, my wonderful mom, Sheila, and wife, Sheila, that was there. We put her into the car, get her car seat into the car. We take off and go about two or three miles. And I looked at Sheila and I said, honey, did I buckle her in? And she looked at me and she says, I don't think you did. And we had to stop on the side of the road and buckle her in. I learned right then that being a dad was a learning process, right? Amen. Being a mom's a learning process. When we got her home, my mom stayed for a while. Her mom stayed for a while. And I will never forget the look that Sheila had on her face when everybody looked left. It was sort of like, what do we do now? Moms know that, don't they? What do you do? How do you raise a child in this world today. I believe today that being a mother is tougher than ever before, isn't it? Because there's a lot of outside influences that are trying to pull your children away from you. We've all said that the, the best hug you can ever receive is from your mama, right? And you feel that love and you feel that guidance. Well, there's a whole lot of people out in the world today that wants to take that hug away from you, don't they? They want to take your kids and they want to mold and shape your kids into what they want them to be. And it is so easy in society today with everybody being so busy and doing their own things. It's so easy for that to take place, isn't it? It's so easy for kids to lose focus on what mom and dad wants from them and what mom and dad expects from them and what being a true mother and father is all about. Well, I believe today that when a woman becomes a mom, something extra special happens, doesn't it? God gives them some things, some things in their life that they will need to bring a child along. One of the great things about God is this, I truly believe this, that if God gives you a task or a job to do, He's going to give you what you need. Amen? He's going to give you what you need. When he called me to preach, I didn't know how to preach. But God gave me what I needed to learn how to be a preacher. When God called me to be a dad, when God called me to be a husband, I didn't know how to do any of those things. But God gave me what I needed to be able to do that. When you become a mom, God gives you some things that you need. He gives you some things in your life that... You have, all, they're already there. God just wants to bring them to the forefront. God wants to give you what you need to be able to raise your child in a way that pleases God and gives to them. All of us this morning, I believe, and we shared a few of those examples in Sunday school this morning, we could stand and talk about, this is what my mom gave to me. There's a lot of folks in the world today saying, Boy, I, I hope I get a big inheritance. I hope my mom and dad, they leave me all kinds of money and all kinds of property and all kinds of those type of things. Let me tell you what. What your mom gives and leaves for you is worth more than any money in all the world, isn't it? The characteristics that she gives to you and the things that she shows you. Being a preacher's kid... And Randy could probably talk about this too. A lot of folks think, 
Well, a preacher's kid, the number one person at their house that teaches their preacher's children about God is their father since he's a preacher. Now, let me tell you something. And if my dad was still here, he would tell you the same thing. My mom taught me a whole lot more about the Bible than my dad ever did. And my mom would sit down every night and she was the disciplinarian in our family and she would tell me, listen to God and have God be in your life. And God, not only that, my mama would pray with me and she would talk to me about what I needed to have in my life. I've heard that song many times and you have too. If I could hear my mama what? Pray again. That's a, a powerful statement, isn't it? To hear your mom pray one more time. Why? Because when she's praying, she's giving you what you need not only for that day, but she's giving you what? What you need for the rest of your life. It's going to mold you and shape you into being the person that you are today. In the scriptures, we find a lot of folks, and we've shared some of these scriptures before on Mother's Day, but people that looked at being a great example of what being a mother is all about. And great characteristics of what being a mother is all about. First of all, I believe that a mom should be a praying mom, right? I believe that every young boy and girl should be able to hear their mom and dad pray. And hear mom pray about things that are going on in their life. And pray to God. And ask God. I believe our children hear Way too much cursing out in the world today, don't we? I think our children hear way too much backstabbing and talking about others and gossip and all these type of things. And a lot of children, that's the only thing they hear from mom and dad. I believe today that moms need to be praying more. That moms need to be able not only to pray in silent for their families, but to also be praying to God. Why? Because when our children are away from us, Praise be to God. I'm glad when I was growing up, my mama wasn't with me all the time. Amen. Because there have been some places that I wouldn't have wanted my mama to be with me, right? But mamas understand as they pray, what happens? They're praying that God goes with their kids for everywhere. That God is with them no matter what they face or how big that obstacle may seem. But a praying mom says, I know when I pray to God and I talk to God and I ask for God's guidance that I am praying not only for my kids right now, but I'm praying for them every beat of their heart and everything that they go through in their life, no matter how difficult it may be. Over in Exodus chapter 2, 1 through 4, we see how that Pharaoh had become meaner and meaner and meaner, hadn't he? And he got to a point where he was destroying and taking away every little baby boy. He didn't want them to be around because he was afraid that they would become a leader or become Jesus or those type of things. And moms at that time were praying earnestly about what to do. Folks, we face some rough times here in the United States of America today also, don't we? It's not as bad as knowing that our kids are are going to be taken away from us for us never to be able to see them again. But let me tell you, sin is entering our kids' minds at a younger and younger age every day, aren't they? 
younger and younger. I remember when I started working for the state almost 27 years ago. Things that only would happen in high school is now happening in elementary schools. Words and things that our kids didn't know that they only talked about in high school or maybe college now are talked about in elementary school and sometimes even preschool. Moms have a lot to pray about today. A lot of asking God to help, guide, and direct. And can you imagine Moses' mom? What kind of prayer was she praying? Was she praying for more money? No. Was she praying for a bigger house? No. Was she praying for fortune and fame and all of those type of things? No, her number one prayer was what? Dear God, dear God, take care of my son. Find me a way where my son can have safety. What is so wonderful about a mom's prayer? You know what it is? A mom's prayer is not about herself most of the time. She's praying for who? For kids. For her husband. For people around about her. And moms sort of put themselves on the back burner, don't they? And say, God, I, don't, don't worry about me. Worry about my children. Worry about what they need. I promise you something. If, if Moses' mom could have took her baby's place, she would have done it in a heartbeat, wouldn't she? Done it in a heartbeat. But she was praying to God and saying, God, please take care of my son. And you know the rest is the story, and you can read that there in the Scriptures. How that God saw fit to take care of Moses. Not only take care of Moses... But he found somebody that was going to raise him and take care of him and be there for him. Because something that Moses' mom knew and all moms know today is God had a plan for that child. Praise be to God, Moses made it. Amen. You know what else? Praise be to God, you did too. Praise be to God for the prayers that your mama prayed for you. For the prayers that mama uplifted for you. That gave you strength and gave you courage. Because we said a while ago, we know that moms pray when their children are going out into the world. They pray for God to be there with them, to strengthen them, and to be there with them. Have you ever said this? The only way I made it home was by the grace of God. you ever said that before? I've said it a few times. The only way that I made it home was by the grace of God. You know what? We should also put it in there. The only way that I made it home was by the grace of God and the prayers of my mama. And the prayers that mama prayed to get me home safely and to be there for me. My mom, I loved her to death. She, but you could read her no matter what was going on. And I remember any time my mom, and Sheila says I get this from time to time, y'all don't see it here at the church, I don't think, but I'll get a little crease right here. And what that crease is all about is when I'm upset or I'm getting ready to get angry or I'm getting ready to say something I shouldn't say. Well, my mama, I knew where her crease was. (laughs) And I would look at that, and I'd see that right there, in front of my, right there with my mom, and I would say, Mom, are you okay? And mom would always say, Honey, 
Don't you worry. Mama's okay. By prayer and understanding, Moses' mom knew she wasn't okay. She was worried. She was really confused about what was going to happen to Moses. But she knew something. She knew something beyond any shadow of a doubt. If she turned her son over to God, God was going to take care of him. And God was going to deliver him and be there for him. Also, a mother who gives their child to the Lord. Over in in 1 Samuel chapter 1, beginning with verse 24 through 28, we see how that Samuel, mom, said one thing is important. There's a lot of things in this world that a lot of people look as being important and you got to have and you got to have this and you got to have the other thing. Sheila, thought, Sheila and I thought it was important for us to trade vehicles so we went and saw how much they cost now. And we, you know what we decided to do? We decided to go back home, right? But in society today, a lot of people think there's a whole lot of things that's important. A whole lot of things you've got to have, a whole lot of things that you want to give to your children. And I truly believe it's a good thing to have in your mind today that you want your, this world to be a better place when you leave it than when you arrive, right? And you want it better for your kids. You want your kids to have it better. You want your kids to have this. And you want them to have those type of things. And and I believe as a society, that's a big driving force for everybody. Let's see what else we can give to our kids. Let's see what else they can have. Let's see what else they can be. But when we read the scriptures this morning over in in Samuel, we see how that Samuel's mom said, let me tell you what's the number one thing. The number one thing that I want to give to my child. You know what it is? I want to help my child to find out who Jesus is, who God is. I want to help my child to understand the importance of having God in their heart and having God in their life. I, You know, I, my mom never got to experience this because... I think it's great when our children make straight A's. Remember, I just said my mom never experienced that because that was not me. But you know what? I believe it would make moms more excited than having straight A's if you had your heart and life turned over to God, right? To know that's the truth. And to know that God is with you in your heart and your life and gives you everything that you need. Listen to this word that Samuel's mom said. So now I give him to the Lord. So now... I give him to the Lord. What does that mean? I brought him into the world. I've gave him, tried to give him everything that I can. But now, Lord, I am turning him over to you. And now, Lord, I am allowing you to take number one in his life and to be there for him. Today, moms got big jobs. Remember what I just said? You, you got to wash, clean, all these other things, and be a therapist, and all these other things that you've got to do. And I know you're busy. I know you're busy. But remember this. There's never going to be more than 24 hours in a day, right? And there's never, ever, ever, ever going to be more than seven days in a week. And there's never, ever, ever going to be more than 52 weeks in a year. It's not going to change. But one of the things that makes sure that is important to you in your life, out of all those things, don't allow God to be pushed out of your life. 
Take that time and say, I want to give my kids over to God. I want to show them what being a Christian is all about. I want to know about what salvation is. There's a whole lot more I could preach this morning. I found out something. I'm at home a whole lot more, so God gives me a whole lot to preach on. That's the problem with you all, right? But when you think about this last point on Mother's Day, how that the scripture that I read to you at the beginning of service, how that Mary, Mary, Jesus' mom, can you, can you look through her eyes for just a moment? How that she brought into this world this precious baby. And how that this baby grew to be a man. And as he was growing, there were some growing pains, wasn't there? There's some things that he did and places that he went and things that he said that she just didn't understand what it was all about, what was going to happen. And then she watched him as he did all these miracles and surprised her and all these things that he did. And then to watch him as we went through on Easter go through some terrible, terrible times. And people cursing his name and people putting him through agony and through pain. Folks, let me tell you what. There's a whole lot of moms like Mary, aren't they? That brings little babies into this world that watches them as they grow up and watch the world turn away from them and watch the world say some terrible things about them and watch the world as they try to sway away your children from God. But you know what? I love it when you read the Scriptures and it says, at the foot of the cross. Who did you find there? You found Mary. You found Mary. Why? Why? Because Mary knew something. No matter where her child was. Or no matter what her child had been through. Or no matter what her child did. That she was always going to be there for him. A lot of folks may say, well preacher Jesus was perfect. Well yes he was. But Jesus also had a heavenly father that made him that way. Today, moms and dads, our responsibility is to not only bring a child into this world. I've said this before. and it, You know, the definition of a mom is just not bringing a child into the world. That shouldn't be the definition of a mom. The definition of a mom should be bringing a child into this world and teaching that child every day how to live their lives. We as Christians and Christian moms need to be aware of that and pray for your kids and be there for your kids and turn them over to God every day. Today, whatever God has laid upon your heart and mind about praying about today, on Mother's Day, there are a lot of special days. If you listen to preachers, every Sunday you should come out to church for something or something or you should be saved on this certain day so everybody remember that. Well, that's true. But every Sunday is special in the eyes of God. It's one more chance for what? One more chance for you to make that decision to turn your heart and life over to God. It's one more chance to make that decision to strive to be more like God every day. So today, whatever God has laid upon your heart and upon your mind, we invite you to come.
we have our closing song.